0: welcome back to the podcast nina's drive i hope everyone is thriving or not actually that's okay you don't have to be thriving i'm going to speak about that today actually the topic today is going to be feelings emotions processing them and addressing the different coping mechanisms that people use and like the most popular ones the most talked about ones it's also a very generational thing like stuff you see on TikTok that I talk to my mom about and she's like, what? Like, huh? What You said what people are doing? Like, it's it changes and all that stuff. But basically, long story short, to get to the point, it's sitting with your emotions and being comfortable with the uncomfortableness. Does that make sense? Um, processing these emotions, allowing yourself to feel vulnerable and like create your own space and just kind of feel and be okay with this whether it's good feeling or whether it's stress or anxiety anger especially and it's very like it changes at different times of the month maybe external reasons maybe internal reasons maybe scientific medical all these things like just understand that it's not a stagnant thing at all. Like there's no way that, and it's not predictable. Like there's no way you can wake up and you're like, I'm going to be angry. Like, well, first of all, you're not going to do that, but you're not going to, you're not going to know until you drop something on the floor and you're like, you're kidding. Like that is my last straw. And it was like the first thing that happened that day. And you realize, okay, I am extra irritable today and that's okay. You just have to, Take it easier and think before you speak and breathe (laughs) just take a step back and breathe before you think about anything and my favorite go-to coping mechanism is journaling is that even a that's a very healthy coping mechanism in my opinion it's an opinion and from personal experience i've done this since 2021 And I stopped, actually. I stopped last year, and you could tell the difference. Like, you could definitely tell the difference. One, because when I'm not sitting down and creating a little bubble of my own space and allowing myself to understand what's going through my head that day, whether I'm excited or if that energy is more nervous, and I don't recognize it especially before I leave the house or if I have a really early class and I don't have time to journal I'll get to class and then I'll just feel off like I didn't understand what level of emotion I'm feeling that day I'm not a very emotional person but I do have a lot of nervous energy sometimes and journaling has helped me understand overall the way that I think and the way that I handle situations and how to control that energy in a way but ultimately what you're doing is you're recognizing your own emotions and your own feelings so when you sit down and you have a piece of paper in front of you and you have a pen and you don't know where to start you wake up you either feel well or maybe you just don't feel like maybe it's too early so you just start writing down Random stuff. I'm going to give you a guide to how to journal because I do believe that it is monumental in recognizing your own head, your own thoughts. It's, It's really important because you learn so much about yourself. So with this, I sit down and I create my own little personal safe space. Light a candle if you have time. Make it a special intentional thing light some incense, light some Palo Santo, whatever you want to do. But anyways, so with this paper, write down, this is what I do. I say this morning, Tuesday, November 14th, okay? I am nervous for the day because I have four classes and this class requires this homework and blah, blah, blah. And then from there, you kind of just... It's almost like you're having a convert... Like, you know when you vent with someone? Or you're not dumping your emotions, but you're almost like... Yeah, you're venting. You're, like, complaining, kind of negative thoughts. This is a great way to control that. And something that would happen when I didn't journal last year, I would... Poor mom. (laughs) I, I feel so bad. But, like, looking back to the way that I just vented at all like all day every day and i would be like oh my god this pigeon just flew into me true story because they don't have a sense of direction here and i'd be like okay this pigeon just flew into me i'm really annoyed and she'd be like like what do you even respond to that and then i would go i'm so stressed for this class because of this homework and that's making me even more stressed and today just sucks and then for her she's just waking up because it's six hours i'm six hours ahead and, she, and like imagine waking up and having a message from your daughter or like a loved one complaining about their day you don't want that because that kind of sets your own mood and you're like okay like that especially if you have if you absorb or you, if you're an empath or if you absorb other people's emotions you have to be careful because when you read this, it's like they're not having a good day, so I'm probably not going to have a good day either, or something like that, or even subconsciously you try to have a good day, but like subconsciously, you know that someone that you care about is having a really sucky day, and you have no control in the situation, so it stresses you out subconsciously. It's like oh wow, like how can they have a better day to help me have a better day, and it, it doesn't work like that. So back to journaling it's a very mature way of handling your own emotions and recognizing how you handle them and how you sit with different emotions because some people have more anger or more of like an angry outlook towards things you get irritated easily and some people have more anxious energy like natural fidgeters or you just are always thinking and it's hard to tell your brain to like chill like literally slow down for a second and some people well i'm not going to label every single emotion out there but the whole goal with journaling is to allow yourself to be uncomfortable for a second in order to be more comfortable mentally like at the end the outcome that's probably the goal with journaling and figuring out why am i anxious this morning And then you're like, oh, okay, it's probably because of the accounting class I have next week. And that was my reason this morning. And I didn't realize why I woke up so on edge until I wrote it down and recognized where this emotion was coming from. It's a process. You learn so much about yourself. But there is something else to be careful with here. It's... So, yeah, recognizing your... I'm I'm reading my notes because I took notes about this because it's such a passionate subject of mine and I just want to share good and healthy coping mechanisms with the general public. (laughs) Yeah, so not making your emotions worse. Not drowning yourself in negativity. And I think the biggest thing that plays into this is the mindset and the outlook, your perspective that you have on it. If you're venting and you have only pessimistic things to say, or you're drowning yourself in your sorrows, you're drowning yourself in negativity, in your own complaints, in that pessimistic energy. And yeah, like if you're victimizing yourself in a way and just feeling sorry for yourself that's only going to push this emotion further you're not accepting it you're not fixing it you're not honoring that emotion you're not processing it in a healthy way you're simply just building you're you're building it especially if you victimize yourself or like if you're always complaining about how bad everything is or just flooding yourself with like the, the pessimistic perspective. This happens a lot when people vent and they don't even realize it and you just complain. Like an, another short summary for what I just said is just complaining. Avoid complaining. Complain to your journal, but avoid complaining to other people because that energy that you put out is contagious. So when you complain, other people complain to match the energy, to not make you seem miserable So that's a big thing to avoid building off of those emotions and trying to to accept them and to let them go and sit with them instead of building from it and making it a bigger issue than it already is. Also when you stop and accept how you feel in a moment there's a certain grace in that where it becomes less intense. If you handle yourself gently like if you handle your emotions gently and stop fighting it and like pushing them numbing them if you just listen and just write it down or go on a run or something if you expel this bad energy in a way it's a lot better than just fighting it because then it becomes less intense it doesn't feel like a fight with yourself. Also another big topic about this is trying to resist calling calling it bad whatever it is like it's not bad. Humans were made to feel emotions. Like we're we're meant to feel. What are we if we don't feel like that's literally a part of humanity. So if you label them all as bad, then it's just uncomfortable. And many people, I know I know this because I used to, avoid the terms bad. If, if it's a bad emotion, if it's anger, sadness, oh no, it's bad. Like, careful, don't get close to it, don't acknowledge it, just ignore it, it'll go away because it's bad. Um, that's actually not how it works at all. <laughs> if you sit with that discomfort of the emotion, don't label it as bad, just... It's, it's just a discomfort of an emotion. But many great things come out of these things, like growth, insight, self-learning, and understanding. Like I mentioned previously, it's just paying attention to you. And sometimes it's often your body telling you, slow down and pay more attention to yourself. Give more care to yourself. Just imagine you as a child and pretend that's you inside. Like Pretend that's your brain. How would you treat you as a child? Would you be like, no, that's a bad emotion. Like, No, you'd probably sit down and be like, okay, like, why are you sad? Why are you anxious? Where is this coming from? And can we fix it? And that's the mature outlook to have on this. And another way, if you're not a big writer or you don't like to write things down, then I might assume that you like to speak it out or that you feel more natural, more comfortable speaking it out to a friend or to a trusted person in your life. It's okay if you do this as long as it's not a venting situation where you're just complaining and complaining and the other person is almost trying to block it out. I mean, as long as it's a mutual thing and you're not harming anyone else as you're sharing this info, that's okay. You go for it. Just get get that get it out in a safe way. Let yourself cry. Let yourself talk, or scream if you're a screamer, dancer, I don't know. Just expel it in a natural way and learn what works best for you. And don't be so scared with crying and tears because they are so cleansing and purifying mentally. Like once you cry, I'm a firm believer that it literally cleanses you. Like you flip a new page. You allow that emotion to be felt and once you give that time to yourself you just feel relief because you're there for yourself you create a time for yourself and once you pay attention to yourself and care give care to yourself you can give care to other people because you can't help others around you if you don't help yourself first that's another big thing that I've learned recently Not in a selfish way. It's actually a selfless way. It's the most selfless thing you could do is to pay attention to yourself. Because once you pay attention to yourself, you can help others around you. It is the most selfless thing you could do to pay attention to yourself and put yourself first. Okay, so I hope that if it was anything that you took from this podcast today is that sitting with your emotions is important. Slowing yourself down is important. And being uncomfortable is important. Be comfy with the uncomfy. Be comfy in your own silence, in your own thoughts. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Lots of peace, lots of love. I'll call you next time. Bye.